Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. And wow, it's uh, almost an echo in here because there's nobody here but me. But never fail, we will get to the most important people on the line through the fiber optics. It's Steve Carson, the Encyclopedia of Knowledge. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Ron. What's it like without Sergio in there? Really quiet. That, that could be good or bad, depending on what's going on. Well, yeah, you know, and not only that, we don't have, uh, well, at least right now we don't have Andrew. So, um, you know, me, you, and Sergio are going to handle this. But, you know, let's not keep him waiting. He's all the way out in British Columbia. No, not quite yet. Not quite yet. Oh, I'm okay. in Vancouver. He's Vancouver. in Vancouver. Okay, so, you know, my mentor, my best friend, and one of the greatest <laughs> people in the world, uh, good morning, Sergio. Good morning, Ron, Steve, in Southern California. Wow, man. I'm telling you, I'm sitting just outside the Fairmont Hotel in Vancouver, right at the airport, okay? And uh, on my way to British Columbia later on the, today, just an unbelievable, unbelievable weather. I hear you guys are going to get pelted. Yeah, you know, it, it's supposed to be so heavy out here that they actually have canceled the Dodger game for Sunday and the Angel game for Sunday and made double headers today. So oh, well, that's what they're wow. expecting. So it looks like it's going to be pretty heavy. And you know what? I went grocery shopping, got a few extra things, and I suggest a lot of other people do that. I don't want anybody to panic. It's no big deal. But just stay at home, batten down, and be safe. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, um, beautiful weather here. I mean, I'm I'm sitting outside, uh, uh, just watching the people getting out of their cars, and I hope you don't have too much background noise. You let me know, um, and just coming into the airport and going to their destinations. Um, it's just something very unique about Canada. They're very very nice people. Very very nice people. So uh, anyway, we got in there yesterday, and um, can't wait. Can't wait. I said to Rhonda, I said. Honey, it's your birthday week. What do you want? What does she say? I want to go fishing. That was like music to my ears. Well, so I called up Valerie, and I said, hey, you got some room at Queen Charlotte? She goes, well, why don't you come up here and film a show? So here we are. I've got John with me as well, so the three of us are hanging out. Uh, last night was really unique. <laughs> I decided to bring them down to the hotel. They have a beautiful uh, facility here. Um, and they were playing music, and you wouldn't believe how these people, my people, were drinking lemon drops. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. 
Isn't that Rhonda's favorite drink? Rhonda's favorite drink. So uh. they had quite a few lemon drops. And you know me, I, I didn't. I just watched them. So it's all good. Um, but no, it's going to be beautiful weather. And I'm just hoping to get in there and get some big halibut lingcod and get some king salmon, you know, and, uh, and bring you guys some fillets. Bring you guys some fillets. Okay. You okay, know, I, so. I'll be waiting for all that. So, yeah, can you imagine that? In here, right? Yeah, not having to do a thing, and I get fish. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, well, let me, let well, me let's, um, Steve, you've been here. <laughs> yeah. I have. That is a, it's a pretty amazing place. Um, I, I don't want to get too deep into the history, but Sandspit was very tactical during World War II, and a gigantic airstrip and uh, uh, was built there. To accommodate all the uh, all the bombers, et cetera, et cetera, and so on a on a, a pretty remote island, you have this amazing landing, uh, you know, airport facility, and um, you know a pretty light uh, population on the island. Amazing fishing, and maybe the most amazing thing of all is going to fishing in the morning when right. you. Right. You've got to literally split the island. It's you know um, when the high tide is high, you split the island. You run right down the middle of the island. It is very weird, and then uh, suddenly you come out on the other side uh, in the open ocean. Right, it's called so, Skidigat Narrows. Yeah, that that's right. And and uh-huh. so before you even catch a fish, before you even made a cast, one of the most amazing things that will ever ever happen to you. When your saltwater fishing has already happened, just getting to the spot. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, we—I've been here before. I mean, we have seen bears, deer. I mean, bald eagles are like like seagulls here. I mean, they're they're all over the place. It's, it's just a gorgeous place. And you're right, right off the get go, John has a lot of footage of beauty shots, as he calls them. You know, and you're traveling very uh, quick. You know, uh, I, I do know this. I haven't seen them yet, but she's got these brand-new boats. All her boats are jet boats. Now, there's a, there's a big difference between jet boats and outboards, okay, when the, they have amazing uh, tides here. The low tide can be extremely low. I've actually been here when the boats are on almost on their sides, okay, in six inches of water, and she's able, uh, you know, all the outboards have to stay in. They can't go anywhere. But because she has jet boats, you can actually take off, you know. So that's, um, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh yeah. One, I tell you, one trip, one day, these uh, other boats could not leave until twelve noon. So we had the entire fishing grounds to ourselves from early morning till about one o'clock by the time they got there. So yeah, it's it's an impressive place, beautiful place, and unbelievable fishing. So we'll we'll get into that. Um, did you get, is Andrew on there now? No, there's no Andrew, but you know, we can, uh, I got a few things, but, uh, just, um, Oh, okay. <clears throat> now and then we also have our favorite place in the whole wide world. And maybe we can get Jonathan to call in because he's already texted us this morning, but, uh, oh, going, great. yeah, going on out there right now, up, uh, up mammoth area and all that out there right now, the, the trout are still wide open. Um, the weather's been good. I don't know how this uh, storm's going to affect it or anything like that. But uh, there's a couple things um, 
when you get up toward uh, Grant Lake and stuff like that, um, what seems to be working uh, quite well, I just had a couple friends come back from up there, is, believe it or not, bait and weight. So, uh, and that's not a lot of people's cup of tea, but, you know, using a... Um, uh, probably about a half inch sinker with a, about a two foot, three foot leader and just tossing out there with your favorite worm or whatever it is you're using bait and just sit back and kick back and relax. Just remember not to fall asleep because uh, you never know what you have on the end of your line when you wake up. So, but, <laughs> and then, uh, you head down, you head up a little further and up in there, it is the, the rivers, you, you want to be really, really careful because even though it is August, they are still flowing quite well. And there is a lot of ground that has been undercut uh, just make sure you're really safe. Uh, but the stream fishing, the stocking is still continued and they are wide open. Just, you know, guys, I am really jealous that I didn't go up this year, but, um, Man, uh, the fishing has been really, really good. And, and you get over to Silver Lake, uh, they're catching a few browns there as well. So uh, all I can tell you is the weather's been pretty good. They've had a couple of really, really windy days. So be prepared for a little bit of everything. Make sure you take your jackets. But they've had some beautiful, beautiful days up there. Um, let's see. I, You know, if Jonathan will call in. If not, you get to Lake Elsinore, which is our favorite place. And I'll let you carry on a little bit, Sergio. Yeah, well, you know, I think the biggest thing, the biggest news item is this, um, the storm that's coming in. Uh, I know they canceled today. They were down in um, Van Warmers. Uh, they were supposed to do the Wahoo Gold Cup, which uh, you, you and I and uh, Larry and also uh, Jack McCulloch, we actually participated in a few years ago. Um, well, they've had to cancel it because uh, even though it's not making landfall, down in uh, the East Cape, the winds are just horrendous. Now, Steve, you're more into the weather here. Is it a Category 4, I heard already, this hurricane? Uh, well, it's moving fast, and uh, I've actually been a little bit <laughs> a little bit nervous about what's going to happen out here where I live. So um, I was just kind of glad to hear that it wasn't going to be a direct hit down there because, uh, and, and I don't know if Danny's up and listening yet. He will be, obviously, on soon. Um, I'm going to let him, when, when he's on, we can relate the story of when we were stuck down there with the direct hit. Oh, I heard that story. It's amazing, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. It, it was, that was a pretty scary uh, experience. And, and here I am, at, you know, an old California boy. I've lived through all the big earthquakes. Trust me, the hurricanes are more scary because they're, with, with an earthquake, it comes, it's done, it's over, you're alive, you're dead, whatever, it's all, it happens fast. With a hurricane, it goes on and on and on and on, and it's kind of like being, un, literally, it sounds like being underneath a train that's going over your head for like 12 straight hours. Yeah. So um, I guess the biggest takeaway here is this. And to all our friends, uh, be careful. It's going to be a kind of a very, very ugly weekend. Um, I guess it stalled a little bit. So you guys aren't going to get the brunt of it until tomorrow, right? Tomorrow and Monday. Right. And, and what, it um, says, what it says is it's supposed to just rain on Sunday. And, of course, there's a 95% chance of rain. So, uh, But then Saturday shows sunshine. I mean, uh, Monday shows sunshine. So... Uh, maybe it'll just pass through, but they're supposed to get rain all the way into Nevada from this. So, but 
Let's go to, uh, we can find out from, uh, go to uh, Jonathan Oliver Skinner from, what's that? Oh, well, you know what? Let's just hang on. Jonathan, we'll be right with you. We got to take a break. This is Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA, and we'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right. Everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. And we were just getting ready to go. If you want to cue him up, and he'll fill us all in on what's going on out at Lake Elsinore, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, fishers all over the world. So, are you getting prepared for the storm? Yeah, actually, you know, um, we started planning um, when we first heard about it, especially as it start started going up in, in categories. Uh, you know, this weekend, actually today, we were going to be having our our annual Taco Fest, and it's, uh, it's a, it'd be the third annual one downtown. Um, and once we started hearing about the storms, we had to make a decision to uh, to postpone it. And, you know, now it looks like it's, it's, the rain's not going to come until Sunday, but we wanted to err on the side of caution. And so uh, we moved it to September 1st. So we're going to meld it with our, our, our annual uh, classic car show on September 1st. So hopefully Sergio uh, can be back for that one. But, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. We're, we're, yeah, we're getting ready for yeah. it. it. It's, you know, the thing is, you guys remember the rains we had before, and, you know, we went from 12.35, because we hadn't had rain for so long, up to 12.44, almost 12.45. So 
So the the lake has never been that high in like the last ten or twelve years, and so this this uh, this burst is going to come through. It sounds like we're going to get a lot of rain, so we're trying to make sure that we keep our residents safe. Um, the city is uh, you know supplying uh, free sand and sandbags. People can come by and fill it up. We have the information on our on our website. But as far as the, the fishing, uh, it's been doing really good. Um, as you guys know, I, I try to go out at least three or four times during the week before I, I, uh, I head in. And the great thing is I go to, to Launch Point and been meeting a lot of uh, campers from outside the area that have their kids, and they're walking down on the shore, and they're, they're seeing me and a buddy of mine, Dave, we're told we go out. And uh, we uh, we learned a lot from uh, you, Ron, and Sergio about the hook and hand, and and we've been uh, uh, being uh, ambassadors for Sergio's saying, get your kid a tackle box rather than an Xbox. And so we put a lot of kids on on fish, um, and their dads are smiling more than the kids are, and and they're running back to their their. Um, their yurt or their trailer and getting their gear and coming out and fishing in the morning. So we really appreciate everything that you guys do for the kids to get them out of the house when it's nice, but getting them out in the house and showing the, the beautiful uh, areas that we have here in California. Well, uh, Timmy, let me tell you something. Um, one of the things that you will see, everybody will see this weekend, and I don't want to take the Sunday away from Danny when he comes in at 6 uh, we're premiering a brand new show uh, tomorrow morning uh, on Bally's, and that's the 10th annual Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. I'm, I mean, it's wall to wall fish, okay? Wall to wall fish. And uh, when you mention the kids, we have a lot of dads who bring their kids out for this tournament. Um, in fact, we had a uh, two young boys. They were a team, and uh, they actually got into the money. Okay, you, you guys will see that as well. Uh, my, the, what I've seen from experience along, we've been working together, I would say a little bit over 15 years, um, and to see the, how it started to where it is today, okay? Uh, all the stockings that have taken place, all the work that has been done to launch point, to the, to the, the actual ramp i saw when the ramp went in before launch point was there everything that has been done really really guarantees now a very good day on the water so not only can you jet ski or or do all the crazy stuff on the water with your boats the fishing is really unbelievable now my concern is this i heard in a report that there may be the amount of water that could possibly come down, it would be equivalent to a full year's amount of rain, okay? Now, you still have plenty of room to accommodate water, right, on the lake? You haven't, you're not overflowing yet, are you? No, no, actually we're at uh, 1242, so we had a, a drop of a, you know, <laughs> a foot or two over the last uh, couple of months due to the heat. Uh, they re-engineered the, the lake, uh several decades ago so there's an inflow and an outflow so if it gets to a certain level it'll go through the uh, the outflow um and there's flood storage there so um 
I, I think we're going to be pretty good. Um, the team that we have, you know, led by our city manager, Jason Simpson, and, you know, of course, the council, they have looked, <clears throat> been aware of, of, of this, and, and Public Works, you know, led by Rick uh, DeSantiago, is out there making sure our drains are clear and everything like that so we can have a water flow around the um, around Lake Elsinore to keep people safe. You know, it's it's going to be interesting, Sergio, because sometimes they, you know, they predict it right, sometimes they predict it wrong, and we might just get a brush of the water, you know, or we might get, you know, kind of heavy. Uh, one of the things is I had signed up for a, a, tree, a trip out of Long Beach tonight on the freelance, and, you know, the, the overnight fishing, because I've been hearing about the, uh, the bluefin being out there, so going to be very interesting to see what what their thoughts on right now it looks like things are a go and uh you know yeah but i'll tell you what i mean i'll, I'll be honest with you um if it's anywhere near what they're predicting i would highly recommend everybody and i, mean, I think you'll see it i mean the, the boats the one thing i give them a lot of kudos safety first you know it's always about safety first if it's gonna they, they get marine weather i mean you get a lot of information um windy was not showing a lot of issues but i'm telling you i'm up here in vancouver and they're talking about this storm going through mm-hmm. southern california the, the beautiful thing that i see here is this and you just mentioned it the changes to lake elsinore have a lot to do with the proper planning that has gone on over the last decade you guys have done an unbelievable amount of work and now if we are to get all this water you are prepared you know and that's the key I look at it as you're going to get more water, you're going to get more fish. Okay, we're going to have more stuff under underwater there. Um, one of the keys to the derby was so much water created more um, structure on on the shores. Okay, you had a lot more reeds, a lot more uh, stuff underwater, and allowing a habitat for all these fish. And uh, you're going to get a lot of water. So we should have Lake Elsinore in very, very good shape throughout the entire season. So this is just fantastic news, fantastic news. So now if we can just make sure that, uh, like you said, you got an outflow, you, you guys have done the proper planning, and uh, now it's just a, up to Mother Nature, you know? Yeah, and so now what we're looking at, uh, Ron and Sergio and Steve, we're, we're doing a stocking in September, so we're looking at a, at a, at a myriad of fish. Um, you know, we want to get some, some more uh, uh, bass in there, so we're going to hit some bass. They have some pretty decent-sized crappie and, of course, catfish. And catfish have been biting left, right, middle, all over the place. And the sizes are ranging anywhere from, you know, little little uh, little shavers just starting off, which means the lake they're reproducing, all the way up to some... some uh, some old favorites that have been there for a couple of years. Um, uh, I happened to be down on the shoreline, and my buddy Dave actually caught a, uh, an eight-pounder just off the uh, off the shoreline over there at Launch Point, and getting a lot of calls from people from across the lake that are hitting up bass. Of course, they're not telling anybody where they're coming, you know, where they're at. But the the wipers are just going crazy as well. So we're really fortunate to have. Uh, this this water uh, that we had um, last year sustaining the the, uh, the lake really well, being prepared 
for uh, what's coming up um, and, uh, you know, bringing people out to Lake Elsinore, not only to Launch Point and the lake itself, but as you mentioned, Sergio, the team uh, that started before I got here started with Grant Yates doing so much for the whole infrastructure of the city. You know, they've done a huge renovation over there at Diamond Stadium. And as you know, September 16th, we have the Mariachi Festival that, that's coming. It's the third annual one. And the uh, AC Conga line is on its the yes, AC Conga line is on its way. Okay, I was going to say you better be practicing because you know uh, oh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be uh, nationally televised. Uh, the Sergio <laughs> Conga line, but. You know, I can't believe we I, I can't believe we actually did a conga line to a mariachi fest. That was hilarious. Okay, <laughs> we got to get Steve Carson out there. Carson, you got to come and join in, in the conga line, dude. You had so much fun, so much fun. Uh, uh, I, maybe I'll just photograph the conga line. Oh no 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 no! no, no. I, I saw you up and dancing and moving. I no no no! You got to get out there. Yeah, I've seen him on. Uh, I was fortunate enough to go with Ron and Sergio and Steve, and he, he's got some moves out there. He does, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Now, listen. Um, listen. Without a doubt, the amount of work, planning, and you know, you mentioned the Grant Yates days. I, I was there, and I remember with Ronnie, we, we we saw it from nothing to what it is today. And 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 here's the deal: you guys aren't even finished. You guys want to do more and more and more. Um, you know, Lake Elsinore has become the best-kept secret, although I don't think it's that much of a secret anymore, in Southern California. I mean, um, like I always say, you stole you stole Tony. Tony lives there now, and he's happy as can be. He doesn't want to move. He says he loves the city. Okay, and, guys. Uh, we got yeah. to go to break. Sorry about the interruption, but okay. this is <laughs> Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA, and we'll be right back. Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind-in-your-face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. In front Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. 
To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AMA 30. All right, everybody, you can tell who picked the music, but this is Angler Chronicles, excuse me, Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Sergio, go ahead and finish what you were. Yeah, well, yeah, mentioning the music, it'd be nice to come out of that century, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, no, but it's all good. Uh, listen, um, I know we could tell that Jonathan there on the line. Uh, I, I would highly recommend everybody, just uh, if you want to, I want just a quick getaway, maybe within an hour from L.A. Just head over to Lake Elsinore, uh, stay there at the city. Uh, I've always said some of the most amazing cuisine that you're going to catch. Um, the the restaurants are extremely, extremely good. And there's always something new popping up. Activities will be there uh, I, I, with Rhonda and her Mustang on the 1st of September for the car show. Uh, and then we're going to do, try to do the Mariachi Fest on the 16th. I mean, there's always something going on. Um, let me just ask Jonathan. Jonathan, where can people get information about where or what's going on in the city? Well, they can go uh, give us a call at uh, 951-674-3124. My extension is 266, but they can call the, the main number and get some information. They can go to our website, which is www lake org. They can go on our Facebook page, our Instagram page. We, we post information all the time. Uh, what's really great is we have Missy Valise, who works with uh, Giovanni Huerta, who is our special events manager. And whenever we have anything going on, especially, you know, when we had to cancel the Taco Fest, not cancel, excuse me, postpone it because of the weather, they were right on it. So they put that information up there on the, the websites and, and the social media. So there's a way to get all kinds of information. You can find out the various projects that are going on. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a wealth of knowledge, and, and uh, we're really happy that we have, you know, that, that team uh, ready to put that information out there. But those are the locations where you can find the information. Well, give the website one more time. www.lake.com dash elsinore.org perfect <clears throat> yeah, now, I, when I want to know what's going on that's where I go okay and just go to account of events everything is listed and um, it's a great 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 way to just spend a, a weekend you know Rhonda and I do that quite often we just get over there either stop at the casino 
get a room there and then uh, maybe do some fishing, get some some beautiful catfish, by the way. And then, um, and then you know, just either go to the casino, go to CJ's or go downtown, uh, go to one of the restaurants. It's been a really good weekend there in our own backyard, Lake Elsinore. So uh, highly recommended. And I'm glad you guys are, you got a, uh, some type of a plan just in the event we get a lot of water, which that's what's predicted. But predictions don't always come true. So, um, you know, but this one really looks like it, it, it definitely, you know, have a punch to it. What I see that the benefit is you're going to have so much water throughout the entire year. Um, that's just, that, that, that's what that lake needed was a lot of water and you've got it and uh, the fish are biting. I mean, there's no, no qualms about that. Yep. Grab your Mac bites, grab your, uh, uh, fishing syndicate rod and some something smelly. I mean, sorry, something fishy after you fi- uh, finish fishing and come down, spend some time with us on the shore. Yeah, like I always say, two things you need to be successful at Lake Elsinore. Find structure and bite on. Those are the two things you need. You do that with a number two hook, and you're good to go. Okay? Uh, and I would tell you, you could fish 12, 15-pound tests without any problem. Um, I went crazy. I, I, I caught a catfish. You'll see it. Uh, thank God it wasn't a huge one. Uh, on two-pound tests. <laughs> I just happened to grab uh, the brand new rods that Oliver brought us to uh, the event, and then it was already loaded with two pound tests. I cast it out of McKnight's uh, baits, and boy, it got bit right away and brought in a nice little catfish on two pound tests. So that was a lot of fun. But there's a lot of fish there, which is great. A lot of new uh, areas with all the extra water that provides structure and uh, can provide for a very, very, very good time. If you're a bass fisherman, um, I wish we had more information, but all the bass guys refuse to tell us where they're catching it. One of the things about Lake Elsinore it doesn't have a lot of structure. So when you do find structure, it's going to be loaded with bass. So uh, nobody wants to share where those spots are, but they're there. Okay, And if you're lucky enough to do it during the spawning months, you'll see them. You see the beds right off uh, the side on the shore. It's, it really is cool. Okay, so... Um, yeah, you got some great bass action, which is a hidden jewel. And then you got a ton of catfish. Okay. And you got wipers now that are getting to the right length and they're, they're putting up a nice fight. You always have the carp. You have at the carp and, uh, crappie as well. So it's just, um, it's become a very, very well rounded fishery now at Lake Elsinore. And, uh, that's always, always a good thing. So congratulations for, all your work, because I've seen you over the years, work, 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 getting these stockings in, and, dude, it's paying off. And that, that's that, that's the key. It's paying off. Well, I really appreciate it. And, you know, you and Ron uh, have been with me since I've been there, and, and you, you've seen the growth, and actually you guys helped with the growth. And you've been at uh, State of the City. You've been at the Chamber. You've been just coming down for the Kids Fishing Derby. Or you come down for Dia de los Muertos or, or, or whatever, Mariachi Fest. But, you know, you guys are a big hit at, at uh, dinner time. <laughs> Don finally got his, his, uh, his parade uh, wave down. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. And like you mentioned, Tony is, is a mainstay. You know, when you're walking down, I, I don't know, you're probably going to be running for mayor pretty soon, but he's walking down the street and, and you know, 
residents who have been here for for decades see him and they're like, hey, Tony, you know, so they know he's really in, integrated with, with the chamber and everything. So we have so many yeah, good things happening because of uh, the relationship we have with Angler Chronicles, with, you know, with uh, um, uh, my, my buddy uh, Oliver from Fishing Syndicate. Of course, we can't forget William Johnson, who actually, uh, you know, introduced me to fishing at the lake and, and he's still out there teaching people uh, both salt water and fresh water. And he's the, you know, the director of the, um, the uh, Junior Stream Fishing Derby. And, you know, bringing in all these people from all over to Lake Elsinore. So we really appreciate everything the Angler Chronicles has done with our partnership. Well, well we love you. Well, we, we love it. Yeah, we love yeah. it as well. So um, it's a good thing. Good thing, Jonathan. And you know what? It's really good, and you can see it. When people love the city that they live in and the people that actually can make a difference actually love their city too, uh, it, it's all there. Okay? It, it's it's obvious. It's you can see it, and we, we've loved the, the the relationship for all these years. And I can't think of anything better. Okay, so well, one more time, do me a favor, uh, Jonathan. Give the website so people can give and get get the information on Lake Elsinore. No worries. Okay, www.lake-elsinore.org. Now, if they want information on Launch Point, we actually have a website for that too www.launch-point, and that's with an E, dot com. Um, and Perfect. so, yeah, please come down and visit us. We, we'd love to have people come. And, you know, Sergio and Ron, i got to get back on the rails with you guys because uh, I need to get salty, and it, and it looks like uh, the bluefin and yellowfin and, and, you know, those other ones that I haven't caught are, are hitting it. So but I'd love to hear from you guys and Steve. On what the 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 three rigs that I need to bring uh, when I when I finally do get out on the water and, and, and uh, make something happen. Well, there. well, it's funny that you should say that because we do have a captain that's calling right now and a real good and dear friend of the show's. Uh, go ahead and cue up Don Ashley. Uh, this way, Sergio will be really happy about talking about soccer. So. Uh, good morning, Don Ashley. How are you, sir? Captain Don Ashley. Good morning, guys. This is the Inter-Miami channel, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, listen, 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 listen. Hey, look what Messi did. Got him into the finals, Don. That's amazing. I watched the game uh, when, when they qualified. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. If Miami were to win, it would be the first time that the League's Cup is won by an American team, not a Mexican team. So let's just hope that Messi can pull it off with Miami. I believe they play today, right? I think it is. Also, besides Messi, <laughs> Jordi Alba scored a goal the other night. So it's far, far yeah. going west. Alba, Bouquet. I mean, um, they, they've got a really good team, and you can see how it's coming together. Okay, it's amazing. You take a star like, he, like him, like Messi, it just makes everybody play. Now, though, what they need is a better defense, but their offense is well taken care of. I mean, they won 4-1, to one, and the one goal they, they, the other team scored, one of the highest-scoring teams only catches one goal, you know, and four for Miami. So it was a route. So um, hopefully today will be a route, and we'll bring the, uh, the Cup back to the U.S. That will be really, really good. So looking forward to it. So, hey, uh, Donnie, what's up? The Enterprise is loading up on bass. 
bass and barracuda, and uh, you know we got that storm coming, but we're still fishing today. The Enterprise is already well, it's not already out there. It's getting ready to leave in a few minutes, and uh, we had a group from out of state canceled on the city of Long Beach at 10 o'clock at Charter, so they're going to run open party today. So, uh, calm before the storm. It's going to be beautiful out there today. Now, tomorrow, I would suggest people pretty much stay home and don't get out of the streets. And, so, but today is a great day to go fishing. Then we're going to be in for a couple of days, but there could be some uh, silver lining to this. With this thing getting as close as it is, there's a really excellent chance of the warm water pushing Toronto up even closer. So, we have a trip coming up yeah. with you guys not too uh, far away, and we'll be fishing the bass and barracuda and whatever is biting, and then maybe even looking for some, for some Dorado and yellowfin tuna. So I would say come geared for everything. Get your fishing syndicate rods for bass and tuna, and come on out. Yeah, in fact, um, Anger Chronicles is teaming up with Fishers of Men for the 24th. That's uh, August 24th, uh, next Thursday. And uh, there's still some room. Ron, what's the phone number that people should call for the um, to get on that trip? Because I know there's a couple of spots left. Yeah, they, they do have some spots left. And the phone number is 714-329-3853. Okay, if not, go to the Anchor Chronicles uh, no. uh, website. You can go to our website. To you can go to the website. The correct That phone number is on the website. So if you want to get on the okay. Enterprise for the Fishers of Men trip, 714 714- Three two nine three eight five three. And think about this, folks. Um, this money, th- this particular trip we're doing is a complete one hundred percent fundraiser. Okay, so that we can have the money to buy shoes for the East Cape. And if you know what's happening this weekend, now you understand why we go down there. They're going to get pelted. Okay, and not everybody lives in um, in very sound structures down there. Unfortunately, the poor do not. And so, and so through the kindness of uh, uh, Don Ashley and the Enterprise, we're able to do these couple of trips a year that we can go ahead and raise money and buy shoes and shirts and everything else they need down there and, and bring a little bit of a relief to the people that serve us. Because we go down there and we like to go fishing the East Cape, and the people that serve us are the people that we get to serve. Uh, in fact, at the end of uh, September, we're going to be down there giving away another six, six 7,000 pairs of shoes to about five or six thousand people so uh yeah help us out august 24th next thursday on the enterprise it's wide open bass and barracuda so you guys got to come out okay every time i turn around andy's popping up uh captain andy's putting limits of bass i love that i love that so yeah donnie it's good and your half day is kicking it too i mean it's right there if you don't have to go too far and uh, the weather today is going to be good, I hear. It's uh, calm before the storm. So um, get out there today. If not, make sure you get in there this week or Thursday with us. Yeah, guys, what I would say is for that trip on Thursday with you guys, try and get everybody down there early. I mean, you'll have a check-in list, and it's not impossible that we, we're not going to leave anybody at the dock, but if everybody's there and ready to go, maybe get a little bit of a earlier start on it i will you know right now it's gonna be excellent bass fishing a lot of barracuda showing up and some really good calico bass fishing but bring your other gear because i would have not been be not surprised if captain andy says hey let's go catch a dodo and a yellowfin they're not that far away let's go out there and then take a chance on that later on 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt to bring a heavier stick. All right, Donnie. Um, if people want to get on any of the boats, uh, whether it be the City of Long Beach or the Enterprise, where do they call? How do they get a reservation? Well, they go to our website, PeerPoint.net, and book, and that's for the overnight boat, multi-day boat, Coronado, who's been uh, had some good fishing going on. He had some good catches this week, and then the Enterprise goes every day at 6 a.m., and the half-day boat in City of Long Beach goes every day at 10 a.m., and like I say, he is running today. It's going to be a real light load. And get out there and enjoy it, and uh, then, you know, get ready to hunker down tomorrow and watch soccer. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the Enterprise and the city of Long Beach are a hit, just like Inter-Miami. Yeah, baby. I'll tell you what, Ron, you like stats? Nine goals in six games. Check that out. One guy. Takes him from the cellar to the playoffs, actually to the the final, where the final is today. That's not bad in a couple of weeks. That's awesome. You know, so all right. All right well, I'm going to see. I, I'm hoping I can get it up here. I'm in Vancouver right now on my way to Sandspit, um, so I'm hoping I can catch the game either uh, on the island there in British Columbia or here in Vancouver at the airport. So, um, all I right, hope guy. to celebrate with you. I hope to celebrate with you next week. Uh, all right, Captain. hey Donnie, thank you so so much. If you want to hang on, but we're going to take a break. So. Uh, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA, and thank you. Hi everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. And uh, Donnie, do you have anything else to add, Sergio? 
No, he's fine. Tell everybody be safe and uh, God bless America and come on out and go fishing with us. Amen. All right. All right, let's go fishing. Okay. Have a good one, Dan. Have a good one, Captain. He's gone. And so uh, we've also, okay. Jonathan, decided to check out. So um, there's a couple of things I, I know that you want to talk about, but um, Steve Carson, tuna in yes, San Francisco. I'm, I'm still here. Tuna in San Francisco? Holy moly. Yeah, actually, they started biting up there um, uh, right around the first week of July, and then they've had some horrendous weather for the last maybe three weeks, and people just, uh, you know, just chomping at the bit to get out, and um, it, it, you've, got a, you've got tuna spread out. Besides everything that we have down here that everybody's well aware of, from roughly uh, uh, Monterey all the way to, the, to Westport, Washington, you've got schools of albacore, you've got schools of bluefin tuna, uh, you've got, even up there, you've got kelp patties with Dorado and Yellowtail underneath them. Uh, I haven't heard any stories recently, or this year, about Big Eye Tuna or Yellowfin Tuna, which they did have up there last year, some big ones. But uh, uh, the biggest bluefin of the season for Northern California was caught yesterday. Uh, weighed, gilded and gutted, weighed 250 pounds. Wow. So um, the, sort of the big controlling thing up there is the weather. Um, you know, you think that, that we have weather, and, and again, for the next couple of days, we're definitely going to be the champions in that. But uh, they can go for weeks at a time where you cannot go to the offshore grounds, no matter how much you want to. And um, uh, the, uh, a couple of our techniques, I'm not sure there really are techniques, but a couple of popular techniques down here have... have uh, have uh, uh, become popular up there, not the least of which is fast trolling the Mad Max. They don't have up there uh, the advantage of, of, A, a big live bait like sardines and or mackerel, and mostly they don't have boats that are safe enough to go out at night and have the proper electronics to jig fish for bluefin at night. So there may be a couple of pioneer trips done on that in the next few days when there's a weather window we'll have to see and then also in the interim back in uh, uh, in july when the bluefin were biting that's all that was out there but now you've got albacore in california waters northern california don't get excited i know we caught a few in socal last last couple weeks but it's only been a handful in norcal and in oregon and in washington um, if the weather allows, they're making some pretty amazing catches of albacore. Um, you know, not again, no big party boats with live bait like we have down here. But uh, the, the, a lot of people don't realize the limit on albacore north of Point Conception per person is 25. <laughs> so, so some of the guys in Oregon and Washington, you know, you'll get you'll get. Uh, a boat with two people going out, they come back with 50 albacore. So um, uh, the, the, the population is healthy. Um, you, you know, uh, back in the 80s, we had an albacore shortage. I know not everybody remembers that. But there was an albacore population issue in the whole northern hemisphere. Uh, but the last 10 years or so that we have not seen albacore in Southern California, 
that's just the conditions situation, the conditions for Albacore in the north. Uh, and I mean way north. Actually, if Sergio could get far enough out uh, uh, away from from uh, Haida Gwaii, they'd be catching Albacore up there. So it's just a shift in the population. No shortage of Albacore on the planet. Don't worry. And if you see some big catches made somewhere, don't worry. There's lots of them. Yeah, now there's lots, lots of Albacore. And I'll tell you what, um, yeah, my, my only concern, Steve, is when you get these storms, um, you just never know. It can be a catch-22. I mean, we get a lot of water for the lakes, but it could actually mess up our fishing. The nice thing is it, it's coming from the south, so it may push some of that warmer water on up here. It, 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 they don't always do that. People think just because there's a storm that's moving this way, it pushes the water. That mess not, does not necessarily happen. It all has to do with the currents and which way the currents of warm water are going. But, um, no, it, it's shaping up to be a fantastic, fantastic season. Okay? Remember, folks, for these pelagics, um, later on in the season is where it really gets going. September, October, that's when you see some of the best yield uh, on tuna. We just, it's been nonstop for what, almost nine, ten years, uh, where we've had this, this big, huge body of warm water stuck. I say stuck because it never moved over there near the Tanner, the Cortez. We've been getting them consistently year after year. Um, and then down a little bit, never on the 43. Okay. It's just amazing, amazing fishery. The key, however, that I've been paying attention to is the size of the fish. These are not schoolies for the most part, okay? These are fish that are now ranging 60 to 200 pounds. So you can't, I hate to say this, you can't take the bass rod out, okay? you got to have the proper gear. Okay, wait, wait, it, it looks Ron, like, Ron, I think you need to record that and put it on a loop. Well, I think he, I think well, he has I, a... I remember, remember what I always say. Do what I say, not what I do. Yeah, you he, know, I bring the best. Yeah, he has it with him but, at all times, so... So, uh, it's actually here with me in Vancouver. Check that out. So, um, you know what? Those the are fishing's illegal gonna in be... Canada, I thought. What's that? I thought those were against the law in Canada. Oh, you're going to see me catch some, uh, uh, I'm going to be doing the doink uh, for the king salmon. Okay, you want to explain, uh, Steve, explain to people what the doink is. The doink is, and, and when, you're, when you're in an area where you're not familiar with the, with the fishing techniques, I don't recommend that you try this because the locals do not always like it. Now, Sergio and myself and Ronnie have sort of a... Uh, uh, um, gotten the locals at Haida Gwaii used to it, but what you're doing basically is they're slow trolling along for salmon, and it's even better if they're not trolling, but most of the time they are trolling, and you're casting a, a small jig, something similar to what you would call a, um, a, a cold sniper, but the, you know any of the small jigs that imitate an anchovy or a, uh, or a candlefish or something like that will work. You cast it ahead of the boat as the boat is moving, and you're essentially fishing the sink the entire time. You're giving the rod tip a little doink, hence the name, and making the making the lure jump, but you're still letting it sink because you've got to get down deep. The, the, the salmon may be anywhere from 60 feet down to 160 feet, 
And so if you're retrieving, you're not going to get down that deep. So you're basically letting it sink, and you're giving the rod a little doink as, as it's going down. And then before your line gets out behind the boat and tangles up with the trolling line, uh, you're winding it in. And it is amazingly effective, or the captains would say it's annoyingly effective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all you got to do is uh, they have the meter that can tell you where uh, the fish have been hanging out, though. They give you the, the, the actual depth, because they'll, they'll set the uh, downriggers for that. And so you know. Okay, and remember, the sink ratio is about uh, one foot per inch per ounce, or something like that. So um, just calculate it, okay? And uh, but believe me, those uh, those kings will will let you know when you're in the area, okay? And there's fish uh, where I'm going. The fish can get up. I always catch one over thirty, okay? That's called a tie. I love it because it, it it earns me a, a little medal, a little pin. Okay, Valerie gives out these pins for uh, uh, for for the king over thirty, and then the other one is the grand slam, which is you catch a king, a halibut, and a lingcod. Okay, uh, during your trip, but it's so it's good up here. We've done that. That's the grand slam. Well, the yellow eye is no longer catchable. Okay, they, they, you can't have yellow eye at all anymore up here. Okay, oh, that's, uh, wow. you should be able to catch, yeah, they used to be able to catch one or two a day, uh, where in Alaska it's only one per year, but here they, they finally shut that down, so I think she's replaced it with, uh, with a lingcod. So you catch, uh, catch those three, halibut, lingcod, and king, and believe me, you can do that all in one day. It's funny because we, um, we get pins every day. She was doing it you know, by the trip, and now we do it by the day, so it's really good. You go out there, first thing you do in the morning, you go out in the open ocean, go ahead and uh, catch all the bottom dwellers like halibut, lingcod, rockfish, and then you come in and you troll inside the narrows, okay? okay. Uh, there's a place in that area. All right, Sergio. Uh, moose tooth. I hate yeah. to interrupt you, Sergio, because I really I love it up there as well. Uh, but we got to go to break, and when we come back, oh, we'll, have, we'll have the sheriff, and we'll. Uh, I know you've already and let the it out of the bag. Sheriff knows a lot about. He knows doink. a lot about how to why. Yeah. yeah, excellent. So this is oh, Angler good. Chronicles on Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLAA, and we'll be right back. I didn't ask to be thrown in the streets with nowhere to go, but I did ask for help and Covenant House was there for me. One in 10 young adults will experience a form of homelessness this year. For these kids who didn't ask to be put in this unthinkable situation, Covenant House is there, providing hot meals, a safe place to sleep, medical care, and love. They just really genuinely just wanted to help me succeed and I'm succeeding. To learn more, go to safeplacetosleep.org today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Angels Radio AM830 KLAA. County Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. 
The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. All right, everybody, you know what that means. There's just one thing. Sergio, I know you know, but you say it best. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm here in beautiful Vancouver, just as the sun is coming up. And you know that even though the Angels are not doing that good, he's also a Miami fan because he's a fan of Messi. Because you know what? Messi won Argentina's World Cup champion, and we can sell it for the next four years. So without further ado, the jig slinger himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. Hey, my goodness. Well, good morning, Sergio and... Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs, uh, good morning to all of you. And uh, Sergio, I'm glad to see you have made it to British Columbia. It's, well, that's not quite. Nice, not, you know. not, not, not quite. Well, yes, British Columbia. Well, Van, Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. Vancouver is in British Columbia, believe it or not. So oh, you are in British Columbia. Go. Oh, so I was correct. <laughs> but, mm. uh, yeah, Vancouver very much, and Victoria and all of that. Is very much apart, but anyway, you're on your way to skid, uh, to Sanskrit today, and that and that's right. wonderful. You know, you mentioned uh, uh, about uh, Steve and I have m- made many trips there, and, and yes, we did. Uh, and you know, um, that goes back actually, Steve, to I believe '04 was our first trip. We made a trip every year through thir- 2013 with Ronnie, so that would be ten trips. And yes, I have a lot of video, Steve, of Ronnie with his doinking. And uh, uh, yes, Sergio, you're right. The, the crew wasn't real fond of that because if you if you if you got uh, hooked up with a fish and it got back into the trolling lines, well, then there was problems. But Ronnie loved that, and of course, he always cast it from the starboard side of the boat and forward because he's right-handed. And uh, I've got a lot of video of that. But anyway, um, Steve, also you mentioned about, um, let's talk about this upcoming storm just for a moment here. Uh, Steve and I and Ronnie got stuck. That, I just looked it up to remind me, uh, called Hurricane Marty, September 2003. Well, guess what? That was 20 years ago. <laughs> but, but I have lots of, yeah, I have lots of film of that too, uh, Steve, and, uh, I know Ronnie and I made it back to San Jose del Cabo. Unfortunately, we just we, we missed the last flight out and uh, stayed in a hotel. But you couldn't get across your royal there, Steve, and had to stay in East Cape. Was that correct? Because the water was coming up there. Yeah, we couldn't go north or south. Uh, we were blocked by, uh, by by little creeks that became like the Raging Colorado River in the Grand Canyon. And, uh, you know, we were very safe where we were, but um, uh, uh, once the hurricane had passed, but I'll tell you, it went right over us. And yeah. literally, you know, I, I, again, I've lived through all the big earthquakes, 
and, uh, and they weren't fun, but they were quick. And uh, with the hurricane, basically at some point, all you can do is get into bed and pull the covers over your head. That, yeah, that's yeah. Well, that, that's all you can do. And, you know, Sergio, you mentioned uh, Van Warmer's there uh, uh, canceling a tournament. And there, there's got to be, even though, like you say, they're not in the eye of the hurricane. That, that's well to the west of them. But they're getting a lot of wind, and uh, it would be from the south. They'd be on the what's called the dirty side of the storm and, and getting a lot of south winds there. So, anyway, but it'll it'll be passed in no time. And the one coming in, you know, Hillary. Hey, but, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, and, and, and the, the, the one I want to bring everybody's attention to this. The reason, you know, we love the East Cape. It's just amazing hospitality of Van Warmers, and we've become really good friends with the people there, and we love the fishing. It's just outstanding. But unfortunately, uh, Mother Nature has decided that's one of the alleys where hurricanes are going through. Um, and it really devastates the, the, the people, the population. And there's a lot of yeah. people that are poor in the area. And that's why we do the shoe giveaway at the end of September every year. And so we've got trips. We've got Taco Tuesday where we try to raise money to buy shoes to take down there and just give it to the people. I want to give a huge kudos to Bill Shedd and the Shedd family from AFCO. You know, they've given us over 100,000 shirts, Guy Harvey shirts, to give away to the people down there as well. So, you know, kudos to them. Kudos to everybody that comes down, volunteers. We can always take more volunteers. If you want to come down and we do a couple of days of fishing and then serve that community for one day, Ron, what does it take? A few hours? You know, last year we did it about four hours. Yeah, we, we took care of about five, five or six thousand people in four hours. It, it is so organized you know? that yeah, it it and everybody going, oh my gosh, you can't do that. It take all day. No, it takes about four hours. And and you know, after you, all these years, they've gotten it down to a science, and it's just very very organized. So yeah, so yeah. kudos to Eddie Dalmau, the, the Van Warmer <laughs> family, for allowing us to go and serve back and and help this community. So these storms have a lot to do and you know you guys went through one and you know how devastating these things can be oh yeah yeah you know yeah, they, they 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 definitely can be and but i'm just glad that the hurricane stayed off to the to the west side of the peninsula and hopefully east cape won't get hit too hard let's we'll just hope and pray for that but um i did check uh, you know i ron i know you live in huntington beach so i just checked uh, noah uh, on this approaching uh, storm we're going to get. Uh, and tomorrow, Sunday, they're calling for a lot of wind and rain, gusts of 40, and then showers on Monday. So hopefully Monday is the last of it. And yeah. by Thursday, Friday, we'll have some good good uh, local fishing. Well, I, anyway, just, um, I just looked up. That? I just got notified, actually, from radar. Uh, they're now expecting 40 to 50% chance of rain on Monday now, plus uh, winds up to 35. So they've extended it a little bit, so maybe the hurricane's gained a little bit. Have they? Okay. Yeah, so. Okay. I think, I, I, I just looking at the track and everything, it looks like most of the real heavy rain is going to be to the east of us. So that's just a personal take based on what I'm seeing here on the computer. San Bernardino County, of course, Barstow all the way over into Vegas and, and so points east and north, so maybe we won't 
get the real heavy stuff, but it's going to be bad enough right. locally here in coastal Orange County. Yeah, in fact, let me do this. I just got a text. I just got a text from Captain Mike Meredith. He's listening in. He was asking me, he goes, what do you think about Pier Point? It's going to be he's well protected. Pier Point's well protected, okay, um, the way it's laid out. Uh, but we're going to get a lot of water and a lot of wind, okay? And uh, for us, we're not used to this. So it's just a matter of, um, I would just say, everybody stay home for the next couple of days. Because one thing I've learned in Southern California, people can't drive. <laughs> okay? And, and you get, you know, think about it. I mean, we, we live in a, a relatively dry area. So on the freeways, you know, whether we like it or not, little drops of oil from our cars are constantly, you know, getting on the pavement. You add water, oh boy, slip sliding away, as like our song says. And um, right. so just just be careful. Yeah, just be careful, guys. Um, it's only a couple of days. You know, go get all your supplies today. Make sure you don't have to go anywhere for two days. And Tuesday morning, get back out there, and it should be kind of crazy because if, in fact, it pushes the warm water Danny, we could have Dorado again on Freedom Boat Clubs. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see what happens. You know, time will tell. That there was this time last year we were doing a number on the Dorado locally. So we'll, we'll see what happens in the next few weeks here. Uh, Sergio, I just wanted to mention. Um, first of all, I'm glad you're in uh, Vancouver. You're on the way to Sands <laughs> to Sandspit. So let, let me ask you a question. Sure. Your last trip here. Your last trip here. You did the because what, what's happened is after COVID, okay, they took away one flight. We used to just go straight, get to the airport, go to the other plane because you got to switch planes in Vancouver, and you get to Sandspit. Well, they took away one flight, so now it forces you to stay here, okay, in Vancouver overnight. I was, you know, kind of not too happy about it, but let me tell you, did you stay at the Fairmont? Well, Hotel? yeah. So let. Yeah, and you know, before you go on there, Sergio, Kathy and I did that, the um, hotel Vancouver, the hotel in Vancouver thing a couple of times. And to me personally, of course, I'm a little older than you are, and my wife, Kathy, but that staying in Vancouver overnight and not trying to get to Sanskrit in one day, that was a blessing for us because we got to, you know, you got to relax in Vancouver, you get up the next morning, and then you got one quick flight. Uh, to Sandspit, and uh, it, it worked out real well for us, Sergio. Well, let me tell you, Canadians know how to eat. We we got here, and uh, the nice thing is knowing you didn't have to rush. Uh, we went through customs really quick. Of course, I got flagged, but it's okay. You know, got through customs, and then we, we headed up, and the hotel is actually on the fourth floor of the airport, so it's right here. So yeah. we don't have to go right. anywhere, so we just walking distance. Got to the hotel and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because you, know, I had heard of the Fairmont. I've stayed at the Fairmont in San Francisco. It's a nice hotel. This is an unbelievable hotel. Okay, it's got to be five star. Um, unbelievable. Okay, the food. Oh lord, we went to their lounge, listened to music, and of course, John and and, and Rhonda hit the um, what the lemon drops. Oh my god, I was laughing so hard. Okay, because, you know, I don't drink, so I just watching them get goofy. And then, you know, you go, you get a great room, uh, rest, and we don't leave here until 1 o'clock. It's only like yeah. an hour and 45-minute flight. Okay, so um, our plans, 
so that you know is to get there, put her stuff down, and then grab one of the, her vans and then go sightseeing. Remember, you and I did what we called a three-hour tour. Remember that? Yeah, right, right. Oh. Okay, right. and it didn't get it didn't get dark here last night until almost 10 p.m. So we've got a lot of daylight that we can play with before we go fishing on uh, Sunday. So, yeah, no, I'll yeah. tell you what, this is going to be an unbelievable trip, and it's so relaxing, so relaxing this way where you don't have to rush. So it's, it's really nice. It's really nice. You you so, were talking Hopefully also, we can get you some footage. What's oh, that? Yeah, I, mean, I, know, I know you will. I know John will. He'll succeed in that. I was just going to say one last uh, parting shot about uh, Sand Spit and the Hyder Gwaii. You know, like you were mentioning, the, the jet boats, but the Skidigan Narrows, you go through there to the west side, you go through there coming back to Sandspit every day. I've always said the Skidigan Narrows alone are, are worth the price of admission. It's just such a beautiful boat ride. It's not far. It's like 20 miles, but and okay. you're there in less than an hour. All right, guys, so, so you got to have to take a break, so when you come back, okay, we'll get okay. to the episode and stuff. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA, and we'll be right back. Angels Radio, AM830 Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AME 30. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AME 30 KLAA. And um, go ahead, guys, you were right into it. Well, yeah, go ahead, Dan. I'm going to get to some really big news here, Sergio and Ron. and. Steve, and I, and I hope Jonathan Oliver Skinner is still listening because I, the first thing I want to say before I get to the episode is that Carrie and I will be at Mariachi Fest September 16th. I'm not yeah, sure about the Conga, conga line. line. 
All right, Conga Line. Well, I'll put you in your walker if I have to. <laughs> I, I might, I might need one, but well, we'll be there. We'll be there. Anyway, here's the big news, guys, and we've been waiting for this. Uh, starting tomorrow morning, uh, the 10th annual Dream Extreme Derby. We've been waiting for this one. You know, we've done a lot of Derby episodes. I'm not sure exactly how many, uh, uh, Sergio, but uh, this one is just will blow you away. I mean, with the aerial shots, of course, starting with the aerial shots that uh, John gets of Lake Elsinore like you've never seen it before. The water's up. The lake is beautiful. And fishing was so wide open. Everybody had stringers. And, and uh, of course, John and his editing just covered it so well. So, that uh, Sergio, let me, I'll, let me let you, if you would, please talk about that uh that derby in the tenth annual, and then I'll I'll give everyone the times here. Uh, all right, so um, you know the derby. First of all, you you gotta give credit when credit is due. I think we're gonna start at the top. Our director um, William Johnson does a phenomenal job. He was there from the inception. Uh, this particular derby really got started with uh, with Ronnie back in the day. He said we should do one. I remember because I remember I was there with the with the first one, and it was really small. Okay, in fact, uh, the highlight was, um, uh, what is his name? Uh, I think it was Christopher. He caught an eight-and-a-half-pound bass that I think to to this day is still the, the lake record. It was caught during this derby, um, and it was small but good. Now, uh, ten years later, this thing has just grown to something huge. We had over 40 teams. Um, we had fathers and sons and wives and I mean, everybody was out there just having fun. And at the same time, you know, for a shot at over $15,000 worth of cash and prizes. And it's right in our backyard. It's easy to, to get in. It's not expensive. I think it's like $50 per team. Okay. Per day. So for a hundred bucks, you got two days. And if you're smart, you grab the package that the, um, the uh, Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino do, and you get a package where you get a hotel room for two nights plus the admission, and it's very inexpensive, very inexpensive. A team could, can stay there. They have a facility for your boats. You can charge your batteries. They got security for your boats at the, at the casino. It's just a one-stop shop. So that's where the credit I'm giving it to the casino and to uh, the whole thing, uh, the, the whole city, I mean, from Jason to uh, Bob McGee, the councilman, and I call him Catfish McGee because, I mean, that man every morning goes out there, catches a catfish, and then goes to work, which is really cool. And then, obviously, Jonathan and all the, the stocking that they've done, all the attention to detail. And then the AC team. You know, I, I get the easy job, okay? I just got to get on a pontoon and go see everybody that's fishing. But Ron and Andrew and Tony, they do all the hard work. I mean, uh, they set up our booth. We were the official way station, and, uh, you know, Ron run, runs that and makes sure everybody is on time with their fish. Nobody can get in there late. And it's um, all the, the numbers uh, tallied up, and we find out the winners per day. And the nice thing is there's five different categories of fish. So you can catch, uh, for the tournament, a, a largemouth bass, a crappie, a uh, wiper, a carp, or a catfish. And then it's the biggest three fish per day, and then the biggest 
fish overall for the tournament um, that wins it. There's just a lot of stuff. Great raffle afterwards. Uh, we meet. We have dinner all together. It's just it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. And you can see this all during the episode. The one thing that stands out about yeah. this episode for me, Danny, is the amount of catfish. Okay, the amount yeah, of yeah. catfish is, yeah. is crazy. You know, we were... Yeah, um, uh, yeah we had a center console that uh, J.T. Reynolds put out, which I want to give a big shout-out to them. They supplied a pontoon, um, a center console, and a couple of jet skis for us to use. So that was nice during film. Um, but anyway... Um, we ducked into this little cove there, and he goes, let's hide right here so I can put the drone up and just go see all the boats that were there on the drone. So there's William, myself, and I think Tony was with us in that particular moment, and we had we had the rods there. And, Ron, your brand-new um, uh, trout rod, remember uh, Oliver brought your trout rod with you, and that's the only thing that was there. It had two-pound test on it, and I go, ah, give me some mech uh, bite. So I put a hook on, cast it out, and got bit almost immediately. Same thing with Tony. And it was, how unprepared were we? We didn't even have a net. So you're going to see us, you're going to see us bring a fish in and poor William had to go down. He calls it noodling to bring the fish in. <laughs> he had to do it by hand. But it was, it was just a lot of fun. Um, it's a great getaway. We do this every year and, um, and make an invitation to everybody to come on out. So it really is a great episode. You'll see, uh, like you said, a great aerials, great fishing, uh, great camaraderie, and uh, great work by the AC crew led by Ron and uh, and the entire city. You know, they do a great job. Do a great job. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to get it on there. We've been waiting for this one. Also, in this uh, episode is a really good interview with her name is uh, Haley. First name is Haley. She's a marketing assistant with the casino, Lake Elsinore Casino. There's a lot of good information about the casino and how you get signed up, and so everybody would like that as well. At any rate, Jim uh, Daniel Dreams Dream Extreme Derby will air to, starting tomorrow morning at 8:30 on Valley Sports West, and again at 9 a.m. tomorrow on SoCal HD, and five times during the week. Not to mention to millions more via satellite throughout all of North America, Sergio. So. We're looking forward to this one, and uh, just hope everybody can can watch. You know, uh, we're, we're dodging weather, so watch uh, Bally Sports at uh, tomorrow morning at eight thirty, Sergio and Ron. Absolutely, you're get doing a, a great job. Get a yeah. cup of get a cup of coffee, watch the show, and then after you watch the show, you can watch the Raiders play the Rams and watch the Raiders win. Even though it's a preseason, it's the only way we win. And tomorrow, I'm sure I'm going to be celebrating the win of Miami with Messi as the league's cup stays in the U.S. thanks to Messi. I love it. I love it. Uh, So I become an American citizen. I become an American citizen and the greatest soccer player of all time from Argentina. I play now for the U.S. too. See, they follow me. They follow me. I can't do anything. They just want They follow me. So me and the Pope, both Argentines, and Messi as well. So it's all good. It's all good. Well, you guys, oh, I know. Uh, I just, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, you want the times that, uh, and the stations this is going to air on uh, the Dream Extreme Derby this next week. You can right now. You can go to AnglerChronicles.com. Aaron has it all 
posted up there, and I know Sergio, you'll be posting it today on the Angle Chronicles Facebook. So yeah, if uh, I get, get a shot, if, if, yeah, I, I kind of missed posting the radio show because I got stuck in in uh, uh, in this flight. But I'm hoping you know once I'm I'm there this afternoon, I'll be able to post it up. So yeah, it should be okay. All right, well, listen, okay. Danny, thanks for everything, my friend. Uh, please batten down the hatches. Okay, protect yeah. my green koi, and um, all good. <laughs> my best to you and Kathy. Okay, thanks, to Sergio, Ron, and Steve. Thank you, everybody. And uh, everybody stay safe. That's the main thing. You all got right. it, Danny. Very Goodbye. Cool. Okay, all right, well, Ron, listen, you know, we. Yeah, we're, we're talking about all this rain, all this stuff, and um, it would behoove us not, not to mention the amount of bluefin. Just about every boat this week came back from their trips, whether it be an overnight half or a day and a half or even two and a half, with limits of bluefin. But what, what's unique, Carson, is the size of these bluefin. Um, you know, Sergio- back in the day when you said you had... Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, sorry, uh, Steve had to duck out for a few minutes, so it's just me and you. And oh, okay, okay. All right, so so here's the deal. So the one thing that I've noticed is uh, in the past when you had limits, you're talking fish that were, you know, 20 to 30, maybe a whopper with 40 pounds, okay? It used to be yellowfin. Well, this this is not the case anymore. These fish are big. Okay, I was looking at uh, some photos that came off the El Dorado, and my Lord, you know, you had fish that were 60, 80 average, okay, with uh, some big boys along the way. So um, be prepared, okay, when you come out to these uh, to these trips now, it's not light line. I mean, at the, your light line now, I think, is 30 pounds, okay? But you need to have a, a rig that, can handle 100, 130-pound leader, okay? You want um, a lot of lines. You need a big rig, okay? Because you're going to be fishing them at night, and these fish are... I've been going 150, 170 is a common, okay? Our friend Derek uh, from uh, Simply Fish, he he was out on a boat, and I mean, his first drop, first fish, was over 100 pounds. So um, easy limits, so be prepared. Be prepared for a long, long fight. I'm, what I'm hoping, Ron, is that this particular storm doesn't disrupt uh, our fishing locally. Hopefully, it will not. Yeah, but I, it could I, um, push the bluefin north. Yeah, I'm hoping okay. that um, you know this storm. It, it did affect, and I'll talk about it in a little bit about the schools that we just had, uh, but. Uh, I I don't see I think we're going to get some warmer water and I agree with Don Ashley Captain Don Ashley that uh, I think we're going to see some uh, Dorado and um, uh, yellowfin up here real yellowfin. shortly. Yeah. yeah. So what's what's probably what what could possibly happen is that the bigger <clears throat> bluefin will be pushed up north with the cooler water. They don't like the super hot water. They like warm water, but they don't like hot water. So uh, they'll be pushed up north. Well, you know who might and really have yellowfin. You know who might really know that? Right after the break, we'll come right back with Captain Rick Scott. Rick, I know you. I believe you can hear us. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll come to you directly. This is Angler Chronicles right. on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. Angels Radio, AM 830 
Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. And like I said, without further ado, Serge, you want to introduce them or will I? Oh, I'm Captain Extraordinaire, uh, Captain uh, of the Ocean Odyssey, our San Diego flagship. On fire. Mr. Rick. Yes, on fire. Captain Rick Scott, good morning, sir. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Doing great. We're doing good, bud. I'm a little bit far away, but yeah, we're doing good. Yeah, I saw that. You're getting out on an airplane to go to uh, somewhere halfway around the world or something. I'm now, I'll tell you what, I'm sitting outside of the Vancouver airport. Okay, I watched the sun come up. People are coming in, dropping off their their the passengers. I'm staying at the Fairmont here, right at the airport. I figured I'd, I didn't want to do the show from our room. Rhonda was sleeping really, really soundly. And she kind of hit the uh, lemon drops last night, so she's having a <laughs> a good sleep. Um, but yeah, that's all good. And uh, on our way today to Sandspit. Go catch some rockfish. I know that's you love that. I wish I'd get you up here. Okay? It is well, Jig City here. I, I'm going to, as soon as we hang up, I'm going to go downstairs and catch myself a rockfish breakfast. There you go. There you go. All right. So, listen, we're talking about this storm. How is it affecting you, Rick? Um. So, we will get at the dock tomorrow morning, hopefully around 530 or 6. That storm is supposed to come through starting at 8 o'clock uh, tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. We will not be firing the boat up and taking it off the dock. We're going to we're gonna lose a trip, it looks like. And sounds like pretty much the whole fleet will be in tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Monday, looks okay. Monday looks okay uh, for guys leaving like Monday morning, Monday night. It'll be okay. It's going to be come through real quick. So we're just going to lose uh, one trip. And we, we contemplated calling everybody and see if they wanted to leave Monday morning, 
but we just thought when we do stuff like that, it it turns into havoc. People just end up canceling anyway, so we just decided just to kibosh the, the whole thing. And, and uh, looks like okay, well, give me a synopsis. So give me a synopsis of your week because all I heard from the Ocean Odyssey was limits. That's all I heard. Um, yeah, limits. Talk to uh, we had that bu- we had we had Bugman. Um, we did very well. Um, caught some nice fish. The first day wasn't great, um, but we did manage to, to catch some. And the second day was really good. The uh, next trip was the Turner's trip. We rolled out here to the to the bank and had limits on that one. Yesterday, the bank slowed down a little bit. We have uh, 13 guys on here, a charter, two-and-a-half-day charter. I don't know if some of you know Hoss Hammond. He does the fish tags for the fleet. Um, we caught a few on the anchor yesterday, and then we went out and uh, looked at the big fish. We caught one, uh, three bites on the kite yesterday, and we had one that came in at uh, just over 200 pounds, like 213 pounds is what it taped out at. We get in, they want to weigh it. So, and then we caught uh, a couple of handfuls in the dark last night and about midnight. You know, they were beat. They said, we're going to bed, we're done. So we're anchored up uh, back on the Tanner Bank here, and hopefully uh, things turned around from yesterday here on the bank, and they're going to want to fight a little bit. Well, that was our week. Have we you seen any yellowtail? Yes, we are catching Have you seen any nice yellowtail? yellowtail? We are catching and these are nice, nice ones. Nice grade, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're nice really great. Nice Anywhere from 15 to 30, 35 pounds. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. So the fishing is on. The fishing is on. Do you think this storm might affect our fishing? It's hard to tell. I mean, it's like I said, it's just one day. If it stayed for a few days, it might. Uh, if anything, uh-huh. hopefully it'll push some of that warm water up. We need some of that yellowfin in Dorado to get up here and start biting because, you know, uh, you've seen the counts. The last week or so, yeah. there was a little bit of Dorado caught yesterday, but there's only like one game in town for the last week, and it's pretty sad that when the the one day boats having to run to the Tanner Bank, spending all that fuel money to get out here and having very little time fishing, that's that's tough on them. So we need some, some yeah. Dorado and some some uh, yellowfin to push up. And truthfully, I'd like yeah. to get out there and go down and start fishing some kelps and catching yellowfin. We, we miss that. Yeah, we really do. I mean, I really had many, many years with you just going patty after patty and loading up on Dorado and Yellowfin. That's always a lot of fun. You know, it's just that this phenomenon that I don't know if we can just keep calling it a phenomenon on the bluefin. I mean, we, before this last decade, you, you don't remember bluefin like this, do you? I don't, I, I've never seen it like this. Not like this, but, you know, it could have been here. It just wasn't targeted, you know. We're busy yeah. fishing, fishing other other species, and um, I, I know in the past, yes, there has been big bluefin around, you know. But I think it's it's seasonal. I think we're going to see a time when it goes away. We see another species move in here, and we'll catch a lot more of those. Well, yeah, you know, you know, there had to be black, big bluefin because I mean, you, in Catalina, you got the tuna club. I mean, it's been there for over a hundred years, and they caught some big, yeah. big fish over there. So there are some. Yeah, I'm sure. Fish. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sure in the hundred years they've been there, they can talk about many years uh, in a row where there was not not any uh, bluefin tuna caught. So it's cyclical. Right. They'll, they'll come back. Everything will come back. Um, I don't know what would be a normal 
scenario. But uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully well, there, we let me say the album recording. So this is this is something that's uh, been a little bit of a talk behind the scenes. Uh, normally, normally bluefin will spawn in near Japan, okay, and then they come over here. But because of the size of the fish that they're catching, they're saying they may be spawning here now. They may yeah. be breeding well, I here. I haven't caught any of those, but I have seen those. There has been some really small bluefin caught, but uh, until we get some to Noah and they can do some research on it. Um, I don't. I don't know that we'll ever know, but yeah, we need we need to do that. But, but my thing is, if they're breeding here, if they're breeding that, here, that, that may just be changing the whole thing. Well, you know, again, it's cyclical. That does not mean that they will continue to breed here. Because I mean, in the past, yes, they probably did not breed here, but for some reason this year, the conditions are right, the the food is right, you know, the water is correct, and they just happen to to get a breed in here and. Uh-huh. And I would think eventually we'd go back to where we don't see breeding here because it's no, it's not normal. Right. right. Well, anyway, so bottom line is a lot of fish to be caught, right? There are a lot of bluefin. For them, with all the whatever you want to call it stuff they put out that, you know, you can only catch two, two bluefin because, you know, the stock's depleted and... Uh, I just I don't see where they or how they did their research. There's bluefin from here all the way up to to uh, San Francisco. In fact, I got a friend that runs a boat in Monterey, and he's calling me every day now because he sees bluefin every day, wanting to know how to catch them. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of bluefin. All right, all right, so really cool. All right, so what's uh, what's the plan for this week on the ocean, honestly? This week on the Ocean Odyssey, let's see. My brother's in town, so we're going to go visit my dad and my brother early in the week while we're tied up to the dock. We're probably going to shoot some archery, and then we're going to get back to it uh, Tuesday night, get back out on the water, and hopefully this uh, fish will keep biting here. There's a uh, fish off the bank. Last night we uh, went out to the west where that the big fish was, and uh, there's 30-pounders, to, like I said, to over 200-pound fish. Well, we'll, uh, well come out here and hopefully keep biting. All right, so one of the things, and I'm going to let you do it on the radio and let people know, I hear this chatter from the captains themselves, okay? So when you're fishing at night and you tell people, I see them at 250 feet, um, it's a fleeting moment, correct? So you need to it's get what? your jig down there as fast. It's just a very fleeting yeah. moment. It's a quick moment yeah so you've got to get your yeah. jig down there as fast as possible correct right yeah, yeah yeah every school is different you know sometimes we can stop and the school will stand to the boat and give us time to get stopped and people get their jigs down there sometimes the fish will uh swim off out away from the sonar and then if we drift like last night with that's what they were doing we'd stop they'd swim away and we'd hang out a little bit and they'd swim right back to the boat and come under the boat and we'd hook a few and they'd swim off the sonar and off up and down and They'd come back and swim under the boat again, and we hook one or two more. So it's different, but yes, you do want to be ready. But on top of that, you want to be prepared with the right equipment. You want to have heavy gear. You want to make sure your line is marked um, so that you know how deep you are. Uh, That's critical. We get guys on here all the time that don't have their line marked, and the fish are at 250 feet. 
And we look at the reel, and they're down at 800 feet. That's not going to do any good. You need to have that jig going right. up and down in that water column where, where the fish are hanging out at. That's going to be your best bet. Also, would you recommend uh, a flat fall type jig or a knife jig? No, I'm just you just got to get down there. So, to give you a scenario right. last night. You got to you got to get down there and you got to present it right. We had a guy last night that uh, had a we'll call him a eddy bomb is what they're called now, the torpedo sinker with the with the hooks on it. And I watched him drop uh-huh. it fifty times, and I and I kept telling him, take your thumb off the spool more, let the thing fall, because I kept watching his rod jerk up and down as he was dropping it. Well, after about 50 drops, he got tired of it and put the rod in the rack. Well, one of my crew members goes over, grabs it, drops it, lets it free fall, and first drop it got bit. So, yeah, listen yeah. to what we're telling yeah. you, and, and let that jig fall as free as it can fall, as fast as it'll go. Yep, that's... What a, what a phenomenon of putting hooks on that sinker, huh? Who would have ever thought? <laughs> you know, uh, and put those on it. Yeah, so the only, the only thing that I, I, I warn people that want to do it, make sure you rig it correctly because um, a lot of these sinkers are not wired through. Okay, there's not a wire going from one loop to the other loop where the lead is. Okay, and that will be disastrous. But if you... There are some that are wire through. If not, you got to put on swivels. You got to put the the hooks in the right place because if not, you're going to lose the fish. But um, yeah, who would have thought? We, we tie them up. We can tie them up with a what we call, a, I guess, a jumper cable where you go from the the top ring of the hook to the uh-huh. bottom ring of the hook, or hook to hook, and put a, a, a jumper cable in there so that if that hook, if that uh, ring does pull out of the weight, you're still connected to the to the bottom hook. So. But, yeah, a lot of the new manufacturers have gone to putting wire in the uh, sinkers now. Yeah. And the key is get down there as fast as you can, but to the right range. Okay? And then you would say um, work an area of, what, 50 feet, 100 feet? What would you, you know, if you say uh, uh, they're down, they're down we 250. See them, we see them at 250, I tell them to drop down to 300, wind them up to 200 drop back down to 300. If I see him at 300, I tell him to drop down to 350, wind up to 250, drop back down to, to 350. Right. So, and then, a, the, you know, like a, a, a hundred-foot water column, that way, you know, you're, you're covering. And a lot of times, you know, there's a hundred feet of fish under the boat. Right. And the other, the other thing that I see is with people is this. If you haven't done it, um, one of the things, your, your jig will never hit the bottom. So if it stops sinking... What do you have to do, Rick? Okay, hang on, guys. Um, Rick, can you hang on? Obviously, I we need to talk about what Sergio just brought up, but we've got to go to break. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA, and we'll be right back. Angels Radio, AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. 
just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. And Rick, Sergio, go ahead and continue because I really wanted to have a couple questions actually about it. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so Rick, the question is. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. There is no bottom. You want to explain that? Yeah. So there is no. Well, sometimes there is. I, we've, we've, we've stopped on fish in like 300 feet of water at night and caught them, but typically, no, you're not going to hit the bottom. If you're dropping down, and that jig stops. Of course, you want to be dropping with your your rod tip pointed down while you're dropping it. Um, it stops. You throw it into gear, and you start winding. Do not swing. Just keep winding till it comes tight. And same goes for when you're winding up. Rod tip down while you're winding up. And if you feel that bite, do not swing. Just keep winding until it, that line comes tight. And then you can lift on the tip and put a bend in the rod. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people think they they reach the bottom. No, you don't reach the bottom. <laughs> it's a fish on. No. All right. Well, yep. listen, Rick. I'm, obviously, the fishing is just simply unbelievable. So, uh, you're on the boat right now. You said you're coming in the morning tomorrow morning. Yeah, we're coming in the morning. Um, we're anchored up at the, of course the bank again. I just went out on the back deck. I guess we wore them out last night. There's not one passenger out there fishing. I think they're tired. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Rick, how do people get on the Ocean Odyssey? You can log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com, look right online, or give you enough to call at 619-889-4535. And I think until October or so, we were sold out. Um, there might be spots opening up here and there as people cancel as your trips get closer further. Whatever reason, so if you uh, keep your eye on that. Well, let me, let me give you, a, Ron mentioned that, uh, here's a weird what? one. Um, our two-and-a-half-day trip uh, coming up, I guess, Ron, you said you got two spots left? Well, we had a we passing had... of somebody's family member, and they canceled, so right now we have two spots for the uh, September two 5th spots. through the 8th. Okay, and that will be televised, so it will be filmed. Okay, so um, if you want to come and jump on last minute, okay, Ron, where do they go? They go to anglerchronicles.com. The phone number's on there at 714-29, I'm sorry, 969-9750. Let me do that again, 714-969-9750. Which is a rarity. It's a rare because we I usually think, yeah. sell this trip out at the, uh, you know, the shows, the Fred Hall or the uh, PCS show, which that we did. 
yeah, so. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, like Rick said, I, I know he's scheduled. The, he's got a spot, right? Rick's got a spot on the boat. Yeah, I got a spot. Yeah, you got a spot. <laughs> <laughs> I hear he has a really uh, comfortable bed as well, so that'll be a great spot. Only, only, if, only if the wind's not blowing. When the wind blows, it's the most uncomfortable. Yeah. So. No, that's why I sleep down where I sleep. It's perfect. All right, Rick, yeah. listen, go get him, bud, and we'll talk to you when I get back from uh, British Columbia. You got it. Everybody have a great week. We look forward to talking to everybody uh, next week, and uh, if you want to Look online, oceanodysseyfishing.com, and you can even get on a standby list if there's a trip that's full, but you uh, are hoping for the somebody cancels. So. All right, have a great week. All right. Take care, Rick. Uh-huh. You know, I was looking I was looking through, uh, you know, uh, Ocean Odyssey's booking, and they do have one spot available on September 10th. So, and that's the... Oh, okay. Okay, so... But, um, you know, I, I just can't believe—the boats are a fan, but the Ocean Odyssey's coming in every night with limits. And uh, El Dorado, same thing, our, our, our flagship out here. Um, TJ's dialed in. Uh, Rick's dialed in. Uh, guys, get out there and get off the couch. And I know Steve Carson's uh, rejoined us. Uh, Steve, you got any comments? Yeah, yeah. And, yes, you're correct. A lot of the boats are booked up all the way through October. But I, I, I'm, I've been noticing, um, it happens all the time, people are broadcasting on various social media outlets, um, last-minute openings. Um, you know, things mm-hmm. happen in people's lives, they have to cancel, and it's just the way it works. And uh, if you can, you know, kind of move on short notice, there's spots, you know, pretty much almost every day out of every landing. Even if you want to go in the middle of the giant bluefin tuna bite, if you're just kind of watching and seeing which boats suddenly have an opening and you can you can react, you can get out there. So get off the couch. If you hear your grandpa saying it's nothing like the good old days, let's just say his memory is not working properly. These are the good old days. Uh, it is, you know, other than, you know, the last five or six years, it's never been this good. So get out there. Um and fish, yeah, but not in the next and, day. And you know what? And here's the deal. I mean, the chances of getting a fish of a lifetime now are huge. Are huge. There's a lot of fish. Get in on them. This is the time to be like Steve says. You know, this is the time to be out there fishing and not sitting on the couch. So well, you know, we've great. been talking about this for the last, you know, what five, six years now. You know, the fish of a lifetime, <laughs> fish of a lifetime. It's better than it's ever been right now. And you're right, Sergio. Uh, get off the couch. <laughs> now, now, to get be fair, some people, and we're not naming names or pointing fingers, Sergio. Uh, <laughs> some people some people only go fishing to get out of mowing the lawn. And, it, and you know what? Oh, <laughs> see, I, 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 no, no. I, I have a gardener. I have a gardener. <laughs> I get off of that. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Now, listen, but, uh, here's the deal. But if you're fishing for fish, down. you know, if you're fishing for fish, you know, does, you deserve to go out and, and give it a full effort. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, remember, Absolutely. fresh and line. Yes. Fresh line. Get your gear tuned up. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't realize, but even fluorocarbon has a shelf life. Okay, so keep that in mind. All right? So always as fresh as you can possibly get it is always the recommended all right, do we have any type of uh, 
quote unquote housekeeping issues. Uh, uh, Trish, no, let me just. I just wanted to. Well, let me just, go ahead, Serge. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go ahead and take care of uh, mentioning one more time yep. that we have the twenty fourth uh, on the Enterprise. That's next week, Thursday. Please come out. Give us a hand here raising money for uh, the people down in the East Cape. Buy some shoes. So uh, come on out. Join us. Have some fun. And um, make yep. it happen. Make it happen for these people down there. In the meantime, um, gorgeous then- morning here in Vancouver. I can't wait to get to Sandspit. And, you know, the rock fishing, some people don't like it. Right, rock fish, Ron? Oh, but, I absolutely um, love it. Love this. Yeah, you, you love this. Like Morro Bay, you really got a, a, a different taste for it. And um, the fish here are big. Um, looking forward to getting some king salmon, bringing you back some fish. Okay, and um, having a good time here with Valerie at Queen Charlotte Safaris. Really looking forward to it. Well, I also wanted to mention. You know, I I have not been where you are. Uh, I will get mm-hmm. out there someday, but. Um, Somebody's got to run the schools while other people get to go to the best places yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah, somebody. Yeah, we do have. A, also, do I want to mention we do have the Helena on October thirty. I mean October, uh, August thirty first, uh, and I have five spots left. So, and we're only taking twelve five people. Five So, yeah, only twelve people. That's over me. And keep in mind, the Helena in two weeks could, after this storm could possibly yeah, mean absolutely will be pot, a patty happen for some of these Dorado and uh, and yellowfin tuna. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well, listen. Uh, how much time do we have left? How much Does time? Know? Uh, how much time? How much time we got? Four minutes. Four minutes. Okay, so let me just say this. Okay, folks, go fishing. Now, for the next couple of days, I want you to go out, get all the supplies that you need, just in case. It's going to be windy. It's going to be ugly out in the ocean. It's going to be wet. But stay indoors. You run through it. You can watch the Raiders beat the Rams. Are they, well, that game should go on without a hitch. It's a cover. It's a closed dome, right? It so should. Yep. So, yeah, in fact, Derek invited me to go to the game. I go, dude, I'm in Vancouver. I'm in Sanspit. I can't make it. Okay, so um, watch the game. Stay indoors. Stay dry. Tuesday morning, come on out and uh, and get back on the water because it, it, it really is going to be a phenomenal uh, season. I mean, I haven't seen a bass bite like this in a long time. We're going on four weeks of almost everyday limits of sand bass which is a little bit reminiscent of what years gone by. What? Now, it's not the same necessarily because the limits are changed. Okay, We used to be able to keep 10 fish under tw- uh, over 12 inches. Now it's only 5 fish over 14. But think about it. 2 inches, that's a long time in the bass life. And um, they're catching them, and they're catching limits. So yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, the only thing I say... So all this is just keep what you're going to eat. Please release the rest, okay, to ensure that we have a good uh, population. And um, get out there and fish from half-day to multiple-day trips. Unbelievable. I've seen even <clears throat> even some of the multiple, multiple days. I'm talking four-plus 
days, five, six days. They're catching unbelievable fish. A big, they're catching the big yellowfin. But a lot of these boats, uh, Steve, like the Intrepid, the Red Rooster, some of these boats, they're catching huge yellows. So that that's nice to see, you know, be, beyond the typical bluefin now, uh, to see some of the other varieties make a make a showing. Yeah, I think I think Rick said something. I, I haven't heard him say it before. I've often thought it, you know, when you hear about some of these nighttime bluefin bites. But when he was talking, one of the things he noticed, he says, you know, I think we wore them out last night. There's not one person out fishing on the deck. That that, that is truly yeah. amazing, especially when you that, you. Go on a trip like that? It, wow! Well, you got to sleep sometime, Ron. <laughs> okay, when I, I mean, when I'm, I go I'm, I'm really to good. when I go to the Great Big Sky, I'll sleep. We have one minute, guys. Yeah, no, no, I do. All right. Well, listen, we got a minute to go. Um, I'm going to enjoy this trip up here. It's a Rhonda birthday getaway. Um, so happy birthday, Rhonda! Stay safe. Happy yeah, birthday, Rhonda! Please stay safe. Everybody, please stay safe, please stay dry, and I will catch you in studio next Saturday, brud. All right, man. I can't Sound wait. Good? I can't wait to hear all the stories about it. Uh, remember, we got the Enterprise on October 24th uh, for Fishers of Men. Um, Taco Tuesdays in two weeks. Uh, just, uh, guys, like Sergio always says, be kind. Be kind to one another. Uh, take some time to relax and enjoy, and especially if you're going to be staying home for the next couple of days, uh, and enjoy your family. Be safe, guys. Do what you can with what you have when you can. How's that? Absolutely. So, um, All right. Everybody have a good one. Sergio, be safe, my friend. All right. Steve Carson, I'll talk to you next week. Bye, Steve. Thank you very much. Be safe up there. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Angler Chronicles, AM830 KLAA. We are out. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.